Hi, friends. Hey, friends. I'm Carly. And I'm Katie. And welcome back to another 220 Somethings Tuesday. Welcome back, everybody. Hey. I'm excited for this one. I, Me too. It's like it's, kind it's, of it's, cheesy, but like spooky and fun. Exactly. It, this episode is coming out on October 18th, which means we're very much in spooky season. So also the reason part of the reason we're doing this is because so we're recording on the on Friday, the 14th and a year ago tomorrow we were in Disney together for their like Halloween season. Um, So we're feeling nostalgic um, around this time. So we just thought it'd be fun to kind of like do a deep dive into Disney with like sillier, spooky, like tidbits and conspiracies and fun things that we found. Um, It's really like Disney stuff with a little bit of each of our personalities put into it. Yes, absolutely. I'm covering more of the like, (laughs) lighthearted like animated movie things silly and I'm coming hard with the conspiracy theories yeah (laughs) I love it also I'm so sorry I just said I'm coming hard so I didn't notice that but now that you pointed it out cheers okay (laughs) cheers do you like to start Um, us off on a happy note after that (laughs) yes would love to take it away after that um so I like I don't know a lot of like spooky things so I did just have to go to the internet and like look some stuff up for this episode which I'm not ashamed to say um but do you want to give credit to an article on looper.com called dark disney fan theories that would change everything by Niraj oh see okay so anyways, that's that's who this is from. They like gathered sources from like Reddit threads and things like that. So if you want to go check out the full article, that's where it is. Um, that's quite the title. Yeah, I thought that too when I was reading it. I was slightly disappointed by like, not all of them are like life-changing theories, but I think they're all worth a mention. And some of them are a little bit like, oh yeah, I could totally see that being a thing. And then some are like, that's a stretch. I don't know. Um Okay, so the first one is that Eeyore from Pooh used to be a human child. And this comes from the idea that in Pinocchio, there were little boys that were taken from the Enchanted Island and they were all turned into donkeys. And so the idea is that Eeyore is one of these boys turned into a donkey, but he ended up escaping and found Pooh and friends. But that's why he's so like depressed and sad because he knows his backstory and like knows the life he used to have, which is just really sad. I was really gonna sad. say he like signifies depression. Yeah, his so, isn't there another like theory as well that he signifies depression? Piglet is ADHD. Yeah, Poop is anxiety. Yeah, Tigger's um something or is tigger adhd yeah i was gonna say i think tigger tigger's adhd piglet's like um because he yeah i don't know but yes that is a a theory that they all kind of represent different mental like states um but yeah i thought this was interesting i 
Pinocchio scares me. So haven't watched that movie in literal years. Um, so I can't really yeah. speak to like how much I believe the crossover, but I was like, well, he is really sad. So that gives him a backstory. That's um, dark. Damn. I know. I know. <laughs> um, this one was also a stretch. I could see where people come from, but um, the idea that Aladdin lives in a post-apocalyptic world. So mm. the main reasoning for this is that the genie, the genie, when he, yeah, when he wakes up, he says like he's waking up 10,000 years later, like the last time he was out was 10,000 years ago, but he makes pop culture references to like Arnold Schwarzenegger and other things. I think that that's just like, they were making the movie and wanted to make the genie more like uh, relatable. Relatable. Yeah. I, you know, that's kind of a stretch for me, but there was another note that said um, in the Aladdin video game, it's like set in the Aladdin, um, like Middle East background, but there's like stop signs and like modern things. And again, I was like, um, I think that's just like them making it so that kids like have things they know what they are, you know, like, I don't know. It was a weird, they were like, this is like Aladdin is set when the world is rebuilding from the ground up after a giant nuclear war that set technological advancement back to medieval times. But I was like, mm, I don't know. I think it's just, it's set in. And tie me, tie me, hello. Do me a favor and tie in the magic carpet. Like how is. Yeah. I'm like, everything's magic about it. It's not like i guess maybe that's where part of it comes from is like the magic is in the future you know as we talk about like the metaverse and things like technology is just gonna keep uh, like uh, i know <laughs> uh, anyways that was a dud of one i think personally but needed to list it um okay so the next i'm just gonna pick out the ones that i think are really interesting honestly because there's a few in here that i don't really want to talk about um okay Ariel's mother was killed by Captain Hook. I love ones that are about like crossover. Oh yes, I have a crossover one too that you probably know about. Okay, um, cool. That we'll talk about after. Because this one, so first of all, there was a note that that commented that most Disney princess movies are without moms, and I was like, you're right. Like how weird. Like there's just this thing. Like oh yeah, we talked about that too. How it's like um they they every single Disney movie is like, oh, your parents died or you don't know your parents. And it's like instilling in kids to be scared that they're alone. Yeah. No like, there for you. Yeah. why can they not have like adventures with also having parents? I don't know. That's just weird. But this theory yeah. is that, so we, in The Little Mermaid, we find out that Ariel's mom was killed by a pirate ship. So they list that. And then in Peter Pan, there's a group of mermaids that are like scared of Captain Hook. And one of them is a striking resemblance to Ariel with like the red hair and the teal um, tail. So there's just this theory that they're from similar worlds and which like would make sense in the time of pirate ships. You know, I feel like they probably mm -hmm. came out in relatively similar times. So yeah, a lot of these are also about death, which I'm like, cool, uplifting. Yeah, well, the one that I have to talk about is about death so um the one that I was talking about is that Frozen and um Rapunzel and Flynn from Tangled are in the same universe 
because you see Flynn and Rapunzel with her dark brown hair going into coronation. Yes. I have seen, well, uh, okay. I've seen that because I've seen the movie, but yeah. Yes. And then it's the whole theory that um, Anna and Elsa's parents were killed in the crash, the boat crash mm-hmm. or shipwreck, whatever, when they were on their way to Rapunzel's wedding. And so it's a theory that they are cousins or somehow related and that's why they're like in the same world and then their parents are both royalty and whatever interesting I mean I could see it there there are similar vibes of movies but also maybe I'm thinking that because they came out around the same time so like the animation is the same I don't know that's tough that's hard to but definitely I, I I have seen obviously I've seen Frozen so I saw Rapunzel in that um I've like paused and looked her yeah really her and but also like Disney <laughs> this is kind of out of left field but like you know in High School Musical 2 when they have Miley Cyrus in the last scene at the pool party dancing I didn't know that are you kidding me that's like my favorite Disney tidbit I'm looking it up right now yeah <laughs> in the song all for one at the end of High School Musical 2 she's an extra on the pool scene and they kind of zoom in on her dancing for like three seconds um what yeah so i know that like disney likes to do those little like crossover things and like have worlds collide i mean even on disney channel like the that's so the sweet life of hannah montana that stuff like oh my gosh yeah oh yeah she's wearing this like her typical yellow with the jean shorts things a look serving looks I wanted that look definitely back in this year. Yeah. Whenever this came out. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. So it's it's like, I get more like actual humans, but you don't, when it comes to animation, you don't need like extras. You can just make whatever you want. So I think there definitely was an effort. And I think it's cute because like you said, they do kind of incorporate other things like that a lot. There's another one too, but I can't remember. Um, Yeah. There's another um, another one of these series on this page. I didn't write it down, but um, I'm remembering they they have a theory that Gaston is the hunter from Bambi that kills Bambi's mom and the deer antlers. Sorry, trigger warning, sad murder. But he because in in Beauty and the Beast, he um, in one of the songs, like the Gaston song, he they just talk about him being a hunter and then on his wall there's a bunch of deer antlers and there's a picture of me so yeah yeah could see that being thing and of course they never like show the hunter from bambi so um sucks yeah Yeah. you brought up frozen and there's one this one is kind of messed up if it's true so a theory about Kristoff and sven so the idea is that Kristoff is wearing Sven's, the reindeer's mother's pelt. Like his sweater is like her reindeer pelt. And the idea is that the village that Kristoff came from, like more than likely killed the mom reindeer for like fur and meat and all the things. And then they kept Sven around as the pack mule. And that's why Sven and Kristoff are so close because Sven like smells the mother's pelt on Kristoff and so thinks of Kristoff like as his mother or as like a close like familial Aww. yeah I was like, that I mean 
that kind of makes sense which is really sad but like yeah babies you're not supposed to like be around baby birds because your human scent wears off and the mama bird doesn't want baby anymore yeah I know animals are very like scent yeah oriented and like but also like they're just best friends so it's like whatever you want to choose to believe yeah (laughs) I'm gonna pick that they're just best friends yeah 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 Sven and Olaf make the movies a hundred percent I love I had fun like going through these two because I haven't watched a lot of the the animated movies are ones that I don't really like rewatch. like I watch them once but I don't like have a inkling to go rewatch them so I was like oh yeah like that makes sense you should be a nanny then you'll rewatch them all the time I was gonna say I feel like you especially Frozen didn't one of your nanny girls a while back really like Frozen yes okay so this one is most people it's kind of like the Winnie the Pooh one that we talked about and I feel like a lot of people have heard this one that Finding Nemo is actually about the five stages of grief so according to this theory Nemo actually died in the beginning attack when all the baby like fish eggs died so none survived but Marlin is going through the five stages of grief in the movie so the first is denial so he's pretending Nemo's alive um, the second one is anger, and that's when he, like, gets really angry at Nemo and making him, like, swim away and, like, get lost. Um, the third is bargaining, which Marlon has to do through the whole movie. He, like, bargains to, like, have Dory help him. He bargains to have, like, all the different... Dory's a big bargain. Yeah, and and just, like, all of the people that they, you know, they try and bargain with um, Bruce and with the, the clownfish. Not the clownfish. He's a clownfish. The... I don't know if they name the type of fish that do the like pictures in the ocean, like the the ones that mock him. Oh, what are those? Are those like little um, minnows? I don't know. Man, lacking um, on my, my fish and lacking on my fish knowledge. Um, so basically, he like bargains through the whole movie to like, well, I can do this, then you can do this for me, and like, can you help me here and all whatever. Um, next stage is despair which is when he's about to give up finding Nemo. Ah, finding Nemo. Um, mm. he, he's like, I lost him. I can't do this. Like, And Dory does pick him up. But in the end of the movie, like Nemo's back and it's acceptance because Marlon learns like he needs to stop obsessing over Nemo and like just let him be and like not have his whole world revolve around it. So I think... I'd believe this more if Finding Dory wasn't also a movie. Yeah. Like something I do really like about Finding Dory though is I don't think this is a, is a theory. I'm pretty sure it's pretty clear, but um in Finding Dory it's kind of intertwined of um like pollution and like climate change and stuff. Like there's yeah. trash when they go to California, there's trash everywhere in the water. Yeah. Yeah, they they got deep with some some themes. They did. I'm um, proud of them. Yeah. So I, I could see this matching up. Like, I think the themes match up pretty well. And if they left it at Finding Nemo, it could be like, okay, yeah, maybe Dory, Dory also has short-term memory loss. So maybe that's the point is that he can, like, live this kind of lie that Nemo's alive with Dory. And maybe his whole community, right? Like, the grotto, like they understand that he went through this and so he's you know they kind of like baby him a little bit um 
but then they made a sequel and they're all in it so i'm like well want well there goes that yeah <laughs> okay um last one this one was kind of spicy obviously why i kept it for the last one Ooh. so this is the idea we're back to peter pan it's a theory that peter pan kills all Ooh. of the kids yes. who want to leave and grow up have you heard this one yes and yes. i honestly believe it so the idea is that all the lost boys like it's all fun and games until one decides that they have had enough and they want to leave but peter kills them so they don't leave and captain hook and his crew are previous lost boys that have escaped and it's their mission to destroy peter pan so he doesn't do this to more kids and that's why like we see it from peter's point of view as like they're the bad guys but what if peter's killing innocent boys that want to leave the island so yeah and then that's why they like they stay there's something in the the movie of like what they say a lot i'm so bad at peter pan partially because i know it's fucked up and there are weird things um yeah great ride though great ride oh great old ride yeah (laughs) um but it's something like that's why they stay young forever or like always have their magic or something because they're forever young yeah it's yeah i i hadn't heard it before so and that's that's to me all of the ones that i've listed that's the one that's like i honestly don't see any holes in that like as you said like it's kind of a sus storyline and movie to begin with so like there's already kidnapping going on so uh, like yeah i believe this little boy pulls up in your room and all of a sudden all the kids are like let's leave with him literally right where are your parents like what yeah yeah (laughs) lots of issues there (laughs) yeah so that's the end of my like little the animated movie like kind of silly spookier theories some more believable than others but still fun to talk about yeah disney is just well Well, okay i'll get into mine because yeah disney has some really interesting things i'm I'm gonna add before you dive in because even just on the just movie front like disney is one of the companies and like movie makers that's been around since early like 1900s right like when did they start mm-hmm. like the i think snow white was one of the first um i'm gonna look it up when i'm looking it up right now. the release date was 1938 1937 oh 37 oh. okay so when you think about like all of the history and time that Disney has been around for and made these movies. Like, yeah, a movie that came out in 1960 is probably going to be a little off color from like today. So it's just interesting to kind of go back and reevaluate. So that being said, and um, Disneyland opened July 17th, 1955. Shout out Disneyland being a cancer. amazing uh what i was saying though is like disneyland or not disneyland disney itself has it's just like a cult honestly it's this like happiest place on earth which is kind of creepy in itself i mean i don't want to pick too much into it i know it's kind of it's kind of how how deeply you look at it for me because as a tagline, I think it's fine. 
but yeah it's also like it doesn't mean that things can't go wrong there or like yeah and there's a whole thing about I didn't get into this because trigger warning first of all I didn't get into it because it's just like somewhere I didn't want to dip my toes um but so there's like apparently this thing where um like you're not quote allowed to die on Disneyland property or something like that and so a lot of the people that get hurt or like when I mean people have died on Disney property because they've died on rides before you know it's I mean it's been open for years and years and years you're not going to get around that but there's they have um a hospital nearby where like they take the people that get hurt or in critical condition and they pass away there but Disneyland owns that hospital like Disney owns the hospital and so that's some tea because is it Anaheim Memorial Hospital I don't think so it can't be that's where I was born that's why I'm checking (laughs) okay no I don't think maybe it's Disney World maybe it's Disney World because Disney World I I but this was like my summary, but I'll just say it a little bit. Disney World, in my opinion, is a lot more fucked up than Disneyland because Disney World came after Disneyland. And so they were able to learn all these different strategies, whether it's like marketing or just what worked or what didn't work with Disneyland, and then put that into Disney World. And it is such a calculated place from all the smells that they pump into everywhere you know like you smell the cookies and you're suddenly hungry and you want to spend more money and you like get this nostalgia smell which is really weird everyone gets it and all the way down to they have created paint colors to like mess with the brain and the eye to make first of all to make the castle seem bigger than it is yeah second of all to pull your eyes away from things and two specific things on rides especially in um uh splash mountain because that's like an indoor ride with colors everywhere and i'm pretty sure that ride is actually about killing the animals it's about slavery so yeah yes that's what it is concerning yeah very um yeah it's just a very calculated place which like sure marketing but also I think, yeah, that that's where my head goes because, you know, I'm a comms person and I'm also like a data person. And so I totally get the the business model of like wanting to, and it's like, we've gone there. I love the music and the smells. Like, it's awesome. It works. Mm-hmm. But I think when you put it on, because like normal businesses, you don't double think it, right? Like you... Like if a business has a sign that has like more um, like accessible colors next to each other rather than like random colors, basically, you know what I'm getting at? Like you don't rethink that. That's like a normal business decision. You want people to look at your sign. You want people to have like a, a positive image. But when you put it on this like macro scale of an amusement park and of like a, a literal like mini city, like mini is. world then it gets a little bit overwhelming and like yeah not like you i mean you know we just went last year we're going again this year like first of all yeah like we have to accept that like we are those people that will still go back and there's nothing wrong with going to disney obviously it's not what we're saying but 
it's kind of like freaky when you don't deeply think about it and unpack it because you could totally like get stuck there. Yeah. And that's one of the things too. So one of the colors that they made um, was to perfectly match in Disney World, sorry, um, that they perfectly match the sky coloring behind Tomorrowland so that you completely just miss like the industrialization of the regular Orlando. And so you do feel like you're just in this other world with all these smells being pumped in. It's just like really weird to think about. Yeah. I mean, for me, who's like an anxious being, I'm like, holy shit, that's terrifying and the happiest place on earth and whatever. But I mean, it's also, I think some of it too is Disney is just the first and only of its kind that there's just so much to unpack. Yeah, so much. And, and, and one around, of those. As, as we've said, like we've given the dates of how long they've been around, like that's a lot of time to also reevaluate like things you're doing and to like get better at it and, and do it more and things like that. And they they know their manipulation is working because it's just growing. Yeah. It's, it's a like billion guilty. dollar industry, you know, like they own ESPN and Hulu now, like, and yeah. ABC, I'm pretty sure. And I participate in all of that. I think of the Kim Kardashian TikTok sound like the, that is so cringe. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anywho, what I was saying is it's just a very interesting place and for example there are a lot of I don't know how to say this like Illuminati and sex signage I guess in it um so go ahead and do me a favor and look at what the the picture of the Lion King movie special edition like title photo is <laughs> you see the lion in the sunset right yeah, but, but what do you see first? A faint outline. <laughs> like it's very clearly the behind of a woman wearing like a thong. Yeah, is, is that is that the same cover as the normal? Like this is the special edition. Is that the same picture that's on the background of the like release? I mean, movies have multiple covers for different like the DVD for the release, like things like that. Yeah, so I just looked up the Lion King DVD and like what came up. That's for sale on Amazon. It's not it. It's um, it's uh with it's Simba and his dad. I think also, like, kind of what I was just saying, but this is something easily like someone could sneak into like one image for a cover. And then, like, all 98 other pictures that are used for advertising of the movie when it comes out. It's like you've got the theater release. You've got the, at that time, the VHS release. You've got the DVD release. You've got the posters. You you know, there's, like, several different images that will be used. And so it, it would be easy for someone to uh, include this. But this one is just, how did this even get this stamp of approval? I mean, yes, there's a lion in the sunset. By the way, you all need to go look this up and we will post it on our Instagram. But like when you're looking at it, I know it's supposed to look like he's a part of the sunset, but even one of his eyes is missing. 
you're missing the eye but you so clearly have the nose and the coloring down the nose that it's just looks like a naked woman and I mean she's thick good for her but this is a children's (laughs) thing (laughs) like it it really it's done in a way that it there's no way that this was not done on purpose and made it through the like checks to get yes published yeah and another another thing that is clearly done on purpose so um this this is old um but the disney the ducktales it's like donald's nephews the little show about like his three nephews or something and then there's like the grandpa duck who's also really involved in the show i don't know if this is ringing a bell i haven't seen it no no obviously i know who the ducks are Yes, yeah. So this is in um, the Disney DuckTales series. And in one of the episodes, um, the grandpa duck goes to get his eyes checked. And in the background, we'll also post this on Instagram, but in the background on like the eye, you know, it's like the letters and they slowly get smaller and smaller. And it's so you check how well you can see. So it's that, except instead of random lettering, it clearly says, ask about the Illuminati. What? Yeah. Like, and you, I mean, it, it's in the background, but it's there. Again, someone knew what they were doing. Like, you're not going to, yes. especially like on, on animated visuals like this, like both the Lion King thing and this one, like on live things, like something could accidentally get in the taping and everything else went right. And you need to keep that clip, right? Like, and something weird got in there or whatever but on animated movies they're so like carefully done yeah and yeah especially during this time so the first episode of DuckTales was released in 1987 and the last season came out in 1996 so like those were sus times yeah (laughs) but also you're not super far in technology there's a lot of work going into these animated films well and yeah you know and what you're putting you in could, <laughs> you could make it say anything but ask about illuminati like yeah that's interesting yeah we'll we'll post it because yes it's in the background on a wall but like it's the only um photo on the wall where you can clear like the other ones are blurry this is the yeah. only poster on the wall that you can clearly see and it's in big black letters and then the question about illuminati you know obviously it is probably a joke and they knew what they were playing into but what if it's not what if it's not a joke it's not (laughs) and that's a whole rabbit hole we could get lost under (laughs) crazy another one that's kind of like it's a joke but what if it's not and i'm sure you've heard this one but it's that walt disney's body or at least his head is frozen and that is the whole reason why Disney's Frozen movie came out. Because when you Google Walt Disney Frozen, just Anna and Elsa come up. Honestly, I'm here for this. I I don't have a problem with his head being frozen at Disneyland. Like, I, I don't know. Disneyland's his legacy. So what if that's what he wanted? Obviously, it gets a little problematic if, like, people did that not, like, he, that wasn't his wish. So, if it was something he wanted, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Hopefully, it was 
consented or whatever but I mean man's had so much money and so much power I mean he literally trigger warning he was literally friends with Hitler um don't know if people know that but yeah this man could do whatever the fuck he wanted and I think he did whatever the fuck he wanted by having his head frozen well and he created this like world right like it's yeah I feel like he him a as a historical figure is not talked about enough. Oh, yeah. When I was listening to the podcast that dove into him and his life, I was shocked. Yeah. I did not know that much about him. Considering the amount of influence he has and his legacy has over the world still. Um, yeah, kind of crazy. So he he passed away, I think, right after Disney World opened its doors yeah so maybe maybe he's there and he wanted to be there forever (laughs) but yeah the whole the whole like looking up walt disney frozen yeah that's kind of crazy that's totally a disney move though oh yeah i mean it's a smart like i'm in pr like it's a smart pr move (laughs) like yeah i get it so and then the whole the icarly episode i mean nickelodeon versus disney channel has always been a thing but then the whole icarly episode but his name was like fault Wisney. oh yeah 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 I about him being frozen and they're trying to find him yeah that's some more tea that we could get lost in a rabbit hole under the whole war between nick and disney but we'll see yeah okay. yeah so another bodily thing (laughs) perfect and this is not a theory this has been proven but disney really thought that they were good enough to have real skeletons used on the pirates of the caribbean rides in both disneyland and disney world this is proven. like uh, i want to think it's cool because i love the idea of like authentic like decorations and things but it's just weird like that's a line i don't think you need to cross using real skeletons. i agree and there should be consent on both ends like first of all if i am visiting disney i want consent that i'm seeing and smelling real skeletons yeah and on the other end consent from whoever donated their body after they passed away they definitely wanted their bodies to go to research not to be on a fucking disney ride yeah i wonder if there's like documentation for who these people were they came from the ucla medical place i don't know if it's a hospital or what but it's ucla med perfect go disney good job yeah don't love that one um so the last conspiracy theory i have for Disney, not the last one ever, because we'll do another conspiracy episode. <laughs> we already said we're going back in December, so we'll sleuth out some some things there. We'll figure some stuff out. We'll find his head. Yeah, no, don't say stuff you don't mean. I'll I'll go for it. <laughs> um, anywho, it is about the abandoned River Country Park, which was a part of Disney World that closed down in two thousand one. So this was like another park at Disney World except it was um, a water park and there were rumors of outbreaks of um, amoeba is that how you say it I think so amoeba I'm so bad at there are so many vowels in this word I'm like, 
amoeba amoeba it's definitely amoeba anyhow yeah there were, there were rumors of outbreaks of amoeba that were said to attack your brain and pretty much eat you for, and kill you from the inside out. So Disney never came out and said this was true or not, of course, because they're Disney. But they have never said why they closed down in 2001. Like, they've never come out with a reason. And so when you look up abandoned river country park in disney it says in 2005 disney officially announced that river country park would be closed permanently I'm pretty sure it was 2001 though this is on wikipedia so who knows <laughs> um it says river country then sat abandoned for 17 years rotting and gradually being reclaimed by nature the water park was fenced off with signs up reading sorry river country is closed that's it mm. sorry <laughs> so I... yeah <sighs> I just have so many thoughts. The first when you're saying things, I'm like, I get it again from a PR standpoint. Like if you have something that's not positive for humans in your park, like you're not going to just straight up say it in the news. Like you don't want that headline, but you also want to like take care of the problem and like reclaim the land for yourself and like get rid of it. So sus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so nature has just taken over the park and it's abandoned, but it's still there. Nature has taken over, but it's still there. And of course, there have been several curious people that want to go find it. And some people have actually been successful. Um, of course, every person that gets caught is not allowed to go to anything Disney. Hmm. They're forever kicked out. But the most recent person was um, a man in 2020, and every person that has been reported to have been there or gotten caught, whatever, they all report that the theme music, like electricity is still going in this park, and they all report that the theme music to this day is playing on full blast on loop just over and over again. Like some sort of weird hypnotic trance thing. I was gonna say it reminds me of Zombieland, the when they go to the park at the end of the movie. But yeah, that's great movie. But it reminds me of It's a Small World because people have gotten stuck on that ride. So creepy. And then you like that's for another episode. But I can't. yeah, so that's weird. Just this weird trance. And again, back to the whole happiest place on earth, like yeah what do we hide it what do we hide in here there's some loose ends um, to tie up for sure in the way that disney like approaches things yes yeah but yeah disney has never made a comment as to why it was closed and why it's still connected to disney world's electricity which is sus mm -hmm. um but my question is like why not make it another resort or a parking lot like you have enough money to do something with this space yeah why not yeah, that's weird. That's weird. It's weird. So if any of our listeners are curious and make it to the abandoned river country park, look, let us know. Yeah. Let us if we're not the ones <laughs> to go, I could totally see us going. Bro, if we're not. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> I loved this episode. <laughs> I think, I think also just to see it from a more like high level approach it it's always good to just reevaluate entertainment things from like a different lens you know like we said throughout the episode we're still going to disney i still enjoy disney movies like 
it doesn't mean that we're just completely hating on and trashing. And I'm, I hope we don't sound hypocritical. It's just good to also like, you know, reevaluate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's, I mean, it's important to reevaluate everything you're like, even your, what you're exactly media, TV, whatever. Yeah. Um, reevaluate the people in your life too. set those damn boundaries. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> Thanks for joining us through this kind of fun, silly, spooky episode. Happy spooky season. (laughs) Bye, friends. Bye, friends.